You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson because maybe hell has frozen over, but the media has finally lifted, I guess, the embargo on talking negatively about Deshaun Watson the boy that's been in a bubble for the last two years that nobody in the media wanted to touch with a 20-foot pole, finally the media has decided to call out Deshaun Watson and look no further than Stephen A. Smith. Finally, somebody called him out, and it was Stephen A. as the most disappointing quarterback of the season. But it doesn't stop there. He got called out by SI for something that, frankly, if you take a step back and you really think about, looks extremely bad. How about the idea that in the Deshaun Watson era, since the moment they acquired Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, and running Baker Mayfield out of town, by the way, they got their signature win Sunday against the best team in the league. The 49ers, they got their best win of the last two seasons against the 49ers on Sunday of also the Deshaun Watson era in Cleveland. And Watson didn't even play in the game. This team, this roster is so good in Cleveland. It is very good. This is a top, really, it's a top five roster. It's a top three defense in all of football. And Kareem Hunt, he is no punk at running back at all. The Ford kid, no punk. Their running game is still good. Amari Cooper, wide receiver, good. This team has got real talent. But people are asking now, is this Deshaun Watson thing really, really going badly? And you're getting called out. Now, finally, by ESPN, even Shannon Sharp at the end of this mentions how bad this is starting to look. And by the way, this, this, I mean, this thread, it's literally 50 50 of they're right or they're crazy as hell because he's two and one this season. He's two and one, but he ain't look good. Stop it. He's played two good quarters of quarterback this year. Two good quarters. At how many quarters? I mean, stop the defense of this guy. You know who the Cleveland Browns are, right? Number one in the NFL yeah. this season in total defense. Is anybody going to bring up Deshaun Watson? Now, I understand mm. he's been out the last couple of weeks. Didn't he get $230 million guaranteed? Yeah, he did. Mm. Didn't he do that? Yeah. Didn't we, did did, yes, did we did. expect to look at the Cleveland Browns and say to ourselves, yo, you see this defense led by Miles Garrett mm-hmm. and these boys? You see what they bring to the table. Could you imagine, uh, excuse me, uh, Peoples Jones and these brothers and uh, and, uh, and, Amari uh, and Amari Cooper and uh, uh, I mean and Joku at tight end spot uh, and Kareem Hunt, who by the way is a familiar yeah. dude to hand the ball off to because even though he ain't Chubb, he was partnered with Chubb yeah. for years yeah. before he had departed yeah. and came back. Excuse me, the issue is Deshaun Watson. Now I'm saying this because this is the reason. There was a time. A few years ago, before all of his situations really ballooned and got out of control and all of that stuff, self-inflicted, no doubt. We've been talking about Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. 
and Deshaun. Yes. This is before that playoff series against yes. Josh Allen that Patrick Mahomes had. Yeah. This is before Joe Burrow burst onto the scene and was getting you to a Super Bowl and then an AFC championship game. We were talking about Deshaun Watson. That's why they gave him $230 million. Ooh. He started three games this year. They two at one, four touchdowns, two interceptions, 63.7% completion percentage. Clearly has not been himself. We let it go last year right. because he was suspended for the first 13 weeks, first 11 to 12 games or so. And we let it go last year. But we came into the season expecting to see something resembling the Deshaun Watson of old. We have not seen that. We and as I look at the Cleveland Browns, we just you picked the Ravens. I picked the Bengals. We've talked about the AFC North. But if Deshaun Watson comes back and resembles anything like what we've seen before his transgressions invaded the news, the, you know, the airwaves and stuff like that, think about what Cleveland could be. But yes. think about what they could be. But here's the problem. It's because but we've seen nothing that would, could possibly remind us that that's still in there. This is why he's my biggest disappointment. So That's exactly why he's my biggest disappointment. Yeah. Because I, we haven't seen it. Yeah, you know what? I Listen to what Shannon Sharp said there. We've seen nothing like we thought we might see out of Deshaun Watson. So... Then I click over to this screen. This is SI, Sports Illustrated. Finally, we're unwrapping the boy in the bubble. And the media is finally understanding this all smells like shin. It smells bad. Browns get signature win of Deshaun Watson era without Watson. Cleveland has to be wondering whether going all in for the controversial quarterback was worth it. I mean, they're starting to actually, the dogs are and the wolves are actually heading in this direction. Brown's signature winner, the Deshaun Watson era, came Sunday without Watson. P.J. Walker's club, the club's de facto third-string quarterback. He didn't do much to win, but he did prevent a loss. I mean, nevertheless... It brings us to an important question that I wonder whether the Browns have asked themselves yet. Was bringing Watson aboard really worth it? Question mark. They gave up the house. They just said, look, just walk in, find whatever you want, rob us blind, and keep going. And you can bring the burglar into the house. He can actually stay with us from now on because he's a master burglar. But, and we're going to pay him handsomely. Too soon, question mark? I don't think so. By the way, the guy takes a shot at him for just being a, a team that's fun to watch. How much more fun would this team be to root for if Baker Mayfield was under center? The version we're seeing in Tampa, not the one with the shoulder injury, they Cleveland forced out of town. They go on the name all kinds of quarterbacks right here that, that this team might... Derek Carr... Would have been a quarterback before the season. How about C.J. Stroud right now? Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know Garoppolo got hurt the other day, but yeah. I mean, Josh Dobbs, you traded him. This team is really good, guys. This defense is really good. All right? That passing defense, holy hell. Miles Garrett, Jim Swartz has got that defense playing lights out. By the way, Watson might bless you with his presence 
Sunday against the Colts, but nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows at all. If if they're going to do it, and by the way, Mike Florio has found a way that Cleveland might get out of this contract. He did. He combed through the Watson contract and posted this yesterday afternoon. The Browns might have an escape route, believe it or not. And they might have almost had it already. But the league ruled in a different direction. Deshaun Watson's five-year, $230 million contract with the Cleveland Browns that runs through 2026 is fully guaranteed. But those guarantees can reportedly be voided if he is suspended for an on-field infraction. According to Mike Florio of PFT, the guarantees are voided for for NFL suspensions with the following exceptions. Player is suspended for not more than one game for violation of official NFL playing rules. Player is suspended for violations of official NFL playing rules that, in club's sole opinion, results from non-egregious conduct. That means if he is suspended for at least two games for violating the on-field rules or if the Browns see a violation that led to a one-game suspicion as egregious, they could void the guarantees. The language is notable because there are some uncertainty whether Watson was going to be suspended for on-field actions during Monday's loss against the Steelers. That was a couple of weeks ago. After all, he was called for two unnecessary roughness penalties, grabbed the face mask of the defenders multiple times, and even appeared to push an official to to the side. I did a video on that. During a skirmish on the sidelines. Yet the NFL ultimately fined him $35,500 for the two unnecessary roughness violations. Michael David Smith of PFT noted that part of the fine was for a violent gesture of pretending to point guns on the field. Still, the pushing of the official did not lead to further penalty, and the NFL said in the judgment of the officials the contact did not rise to the level of foul. The officials are called upon to maintain order on the field, and sometimes while performing those duties, an inadvertent contact between players and officials. If Watson is eventually suspended... For on-field action, the Browns have something of an escape from the fully guaranteed contract that may come with some buyer's remorse at this point. That's very interesting, and I wanted to make sure it made it in this video. That if he does something that warrants a two-game or more suspension from on-field actions, they can get right out of this contract. And you have to wonder, I mean... I don't, I don't know if there's anybody smart enough in the Browns organization to want to get out of it. That's the thing. Are you willing to just take the L? Hey, we messed up. Let's take the L. Let's find another quarterback. Because with this team, any of these like free agent quarterbacks that just came in, Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. With this team, shit, okay. I mean, for all the crap that Kirk Cousins takes, there's no doubt he's been better than Deshaun Watson the last uh, three or four years. Watson set out 11 games one year and and the entire year the year before, and the thing that 
we continue to bring up is how does anybody know if he can actually if he's actually still good at quarterback after missing so much time? Chris Sims has hammered him about that, where he's actually pointed out, who knows if you can set out essentially 30 games and come back and still be a good NFL quarterback. It's the hardest position in sports to play. Pretty wild that two places in the media, of all places, ESPN, I mean, who knew? Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp took a shot at the end, and Sports Illustrated calling out Deshaun Watson finally. This time it's over his play on the field. But nonetheless, it's not looked good since this, since this trade. As of right now, I have no idea what kind of fan goggles anybody could be wearing that would make them feel like this hasn't been an utter disaster at this point. Peace them out. Until next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.